Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre, and we're here to talk about the Challenge Ride or Dies, episode 18. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Southern Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? The Vermontian Zoe Trimboli. Hi, everyone. And let me just say, episode 18, what an outrageous thing just to say out loud. This season's gone on forever. This is only part two of a three-part final. Ridiculous. Despite that, I I enjoyed this episode. How are you guys feeling? It was good. I just feel like having an hour episode now and then an hour episode next week, I'm sure it's going to be an hour. It's just a slap in the face. Just condense it a little bit. Give a, Make this the finale. But they chose not to. Or MTV chose not to. I really liked it, too. I giggled through most of it, honestly, which is not something that I do in general. Um, and when you said episode 18, Alan, I was like, maybe towards the back half of the season, when you start like saying, like, two episodes left, one episode left, <laughs> instead of counting all the way up, because 18 is just a high number. But yeah, I love the episode. I thought it was great. It's just so funny, because I still, I'm stubborn, and I'm going to stick to my, like, my statement that a three-episode final is ridiculous. But, yeah, this whole hour-long episode, I was entertained the whole time. It was really good. Uh, let's just jump into it. We come back from Olivia and Horacio's injury last week. Uh, very sad about that. Jordan and Nisa get the slingshot done very quickly. I'm sure it took more time than that, but they just want to run through, because, yeah. Uh, we then, yo, go for it. I was just going to say, I was shocked they didn't give them goggles at that point. I said the same thing watching it, and the only thing I can think is that production was on their ass about, like, if it was starting to tilt, they are like, no, 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 stop, like, don't do it. Um, but, yeah, I could not believe that they did not give them any face protection after that. Even a baseball hat, like, something. It was ridiculous, and I think Jordan said in an interview that he made, like, a big fuss about how, like, they tried to actually at one point give them goggles during a portion but they were like very like fourth grade science fair goggles he's like those aren't going to protect you if it comes back it's going to shatter and it's going to be just as bad and yeah production really bad on on their part olivia man like she that that injury hurt but at the same time her and horacio have grown so much in the last week like they are mega stars now which obviously you never want to get hurt you never want something like that to happen but they are, like, going to be on this show for the next five years no matter what because of that moment. Like, that's going to be in people's hearts forever. Yeah, and they seem willing to do it. Because I feel like a lot of people have, like, great showings and they're like, ah, I did it. I'm done. Or maybe not a lot of people, but rookies, I should say. But you're right. I think this propels them even further than they already were. I'm here for it. Keep Same. them coming. Keep giving Horacio an exercise bike. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Give Rossi an exercise bike. Uh, we transition into back to Devin and Tori, who have been long gone for everyone from the, from the last episode. They're crushing it. They're going, running at a good pace. They're working well together. Uh, at, at one point, they start talking to the cows. And I was actually worried at the beginning of this episode, like, oh, my God, are we going to rely on cows for half of the commentary of this episode? It was actually kind of funny and kind of cute. It was corny, but I liked it. Corny is a good word. I, I'm glad it was just like the beginning segment because really I thought they were going to do it with every team that walked by uh, or ran by, jogged by, Fiernisa, sauntered. Stumbled. Stumbled. Crept. <laughs> Where's the thesaurus when you need it? 
I really liked it. And maybe it's because that's 100% what I would be doing. Because every time I pass an animal on the road, I talk to it, whether I'm in a car or like face to face. I live in Vermont, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of animals in various fields that I go by. So yeah, I put myself in their shoes. And that's exactly what I would be doing to get through those however long stretches of running slash meandering that they were doing. What's your favorite animal to watch? Like one that I see regularly? Yeah. Honestly, cows. I do love cows. I saw a baby cow run once, and I almost jumped out of the car. <laughs> I have no favorites. Maybe a fox, but no one was running like a fox. So. Yeah. <laughs> I love watching squirrel fights. Just scramble around those 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 i had a big tree growing up where like a bunch of squirrels lived in there and i would just watch them fight at times it was just it would be be great stuff all right back to the final we now have devin and tori running into an algae filled pool that literally like i watched the 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 fooding portions of these finals i don't really get grossed out this grossed me the hell out because i was just thinking about like, what if some of that allergies accidentally slips into their mouth when they're, you know, trying to go for a breath? What if it, like, I don't know, like the potential carcinogens? I was just, I was so grossed out and seeing the allergy on their body and just the way when they move through how everything in the water would move too. It, I was grossed out. I won't even dip my toe in a pond. Like, if water is that stagnant, it freaks me out. I just think it's repulsive. So... Once they got moving through it, though, and it, like, it seemed like it was, like, um, not as liquidy, like, there was actual, like, stuff floating on top of the water, it didn't phase me as much, but when I was thinking about them having to get in there, it repulsed me. That didn't do it for me. I'll talk about the food later, but yeah. It's weird, because I think I actually would... If I was there in person, it would be easier to do. But something about the visual of all the algae on them from far apart is what really hit me. Because I think, like, you know, what you don't see is, like, what you don't know. But just seeing it all on them, that's what grossed me out. And just thinking of it sticking, I, ugh, I hated it. it. It made my stomach churn. Uh, and Tori being like, oh, it's pea soup as, like, a joke. And I'm just like, oh, my God. That, that, that could have so many toxins in it. Oh, just I was I was grossed out. I think they were safe. Argentina, what could go wrong there? <laughs> they have to go through all this water. They have to get puzzle pieces. Uh, then they have to go to a memorization portion, which is they have to keep running back and forth, uh, memorize a big board across the way. There's colors. There's symbols on it. It takes for, like a, a pretty long time because eventually Bananas and Nani catch up, and eventually Jordan and Anissa get there. It's a really difficult portion of the final. It was honestly like, if that was the final itself, I wouldn't have actually minded it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the final's got like a like a big moment, which it looks like there's going to be one next week. But there just hasn't been like a big moment so far. It's been interesting to watch. Do not get me wrong. But like nothing that I've been like, oh, they've tested their strength. They've tested their wit. Maybe because it's all been so flat. Like, I feel like there's something about a final where there's, like, you actually have to ascend to the championship or, like, yeah, it just hasn't seemed that there's so many resting points. It hasn't seemed that grueling. Like, um, I know they say it is, and I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's exhausting. Like, it's not like they're going on a hike, like, all-stars. Um, 
but yeah, there hasn't been like a moment with a lot of punch. And it's a lot of that too is though, because they're like helping each other and it doesn't seem they all are friends. So it's, there's not enough like friction in this final. Every time they flash like 75 hours left, 50 hours left, it's not really doing what they think. It's more like a threat to me to change the channel. Like call me when there's one hour left. Call me when it like actually matters. And that's how the competitors feel at times too. Like you're saying, Zoe, like they're helping each other because they know this isn't the final part. Like they could just make it run up a mountain, memorize the code, and that's the entire final. Everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. They get to that memorization portion. Tori comes up big. She figures out the pattern really quickly, which is like really awesome because I think Devin is obviously known as the puzzle guy of their team. She shows up big time. They kill it. They dominate that portion. Then a little while later, Nani cracks the code as well. Um, and then a little while later, <laughs> Anissa cracks the code and Jordan doesn't listen, which I, you know, if you are listening and have listened, we're not the biggest Anissa fans. We're not the smallest either. But she had every right to be angry in that moment because there's nothing more frustrating than knowing something that's going to help you, especially when you're behind. And your partner's like, you're an idiot. You know what you're talking about. Only for him to come back the next round and be like, so there's a pattern. It's like, she just said that. In this moment, she was so convinced. Oh, he was so convinced that she was just trying to be lazy which I get on some level, like he was just thinking she was sick of running and wasn't actually listening to what she was saying. But again, Anissa has shown herself to be good at puzzles. This is something that she excels in. And the fact that he wouldn't even let her like try it was silly. Like, what do you have to lose at this point? His ego. It's crazy. Ego, frustration. And before that, when they first got to that portion and they were changing into the wetsuits, I was like, I was living for that moment. I'm not going to lie because she was like, oh my God, let's see the damage on my ankle as she's changing into the wetsuit. And Jordan is just rolling his eyes. He's not even looking at her and she's waiting for him to look at her ankle. And she almost actually was like, hey, hey, look, hey, look, look, look. And he looks over. And he says, looks like a road ankle to me. I was right there with him. I was like, just stop. We get it. You rolled your ankle. And all these people saying that it's Jordan's fault. There, There is a degree of that, sure. It is to some degree Jordan's fault because he changed the path. It's more for, more so Anissa's fault because she's out of shape. And that's why she got that injury. It's not because it was some freak thing. I know people can roll their ankles, whatever, but she, she's out of shape. That's why that happened. Well, and my take on this too is I've rolled my ankle countless times. It's never deterred me from like physically moving. And I know she's had surgery on that ankle. She's had issues. But if your ankle is that unreliable that something like this could happen, this show's not for you. Like, I, I want to know if she does, like, PT when she's not on the show. Like, I, I maybe that's generous for me to even think that's a possibility. But, like, it's hard for me to have any sympathy for her when it does not appear that she's doing any work to prepare. It was not the most severe, like, rolled ankle either. And you could tell because when, like, they zoomed in, but they put the blur filter on the zoom in on her ankle because it really wasn't that bad. It was it was a pretty normal rolled ankle. It was maybe minor 
maybe moderate, but it wasn't that bad. And then they showed another panned in shot of it, and the two ankles looked exactly the same. It wasn't the worst rolled ankle ever. She did roll it because it swelled up the next day. At the same time, so many of these competitors, they probably like rolled their ankle or have injuries. They're just not complaining about it as loudly as Anissa is. I mean, Anaya's knees messed up and she's running through it. Casey ran the final last season with a broken like broken toes. Um, Jordan fractured his leg. Exactly. Falling out, uh, falling out of a plane, and it was entirely MTV's fault, and he still won on a fractured leg against Derek and CT. Like, and it wasn't even like midway through the final, like the last. It was the beginning. That's how he started his final. (laughs) It was just, I don't know. It killed me. And then they're going through the ocean, and she's moving so slow, and. Jordan was a dick, but he was saying words that Anissa's preached over the years. He's like, you waited, you talked about wanting this for 13 years. Uh, I'm only talking about things I think you could actually do. I'm not trying to be unrealistic. And she's like, I just can't deal with someone who talks to me this way. I can't win with anyone like this. Anissa, you didn't make a final for 13 years. You weren't winning anyway. If you're going to win, it's with someone like Jordan who keeps you honest and doesn't enable you like everyone else does in your life. Thank Mm. you. No, I mean, I agree. And Jordan is a dick. I'm not going to say he's not. But, like, it, it's just so funny seeing the confessionals of her saying what she needs from him. And then he gives it, just not in the cushy way she wants. And that, like, tanks her. Just go. And I would have, I would almost be more willing to accept Anissa being slow if she just said, Jordan, I'm not in great shape. I'm so sorry. Can you please hold back with me? But it's this level of denial of, like, Hey, I, like it's because of my ankle. No, if I went and did a final right now, I'm not in the best shape. Like I might, why well, wouldn't be on the same level as Anissa? But like I could openly say to my partner, Hey, I did not train as I thought I should have for this. I'm so sorry, but like I need you to stay back. That's honesty. Honesty is not blaming it on um, a, a swollen ankle. Yeah, I'm just so sick of her shit. And I'm gonna give credit to Nani too because I was really worried that Nani's knee. This happened around this point because she it was swollen. She could hardly bend it. I was really worried that she was going to use that as an excuse, but she was like, you know what? This is the final. Who cares if it's hurt right now? There's nothing else after this. Like after this, it's done. Go home and heal. Exactly. I got to say, though, of all this final, what I really like, I love seeing good teamwork. When Devin and Tori are working well together, it's, it's great to see. When these teams fight and bicker. It's just great reality TV. And that's it's like the drama we've been needing all season is like watching these people yell at each other. And it's, it's what kept me going through this episode. Well, and I think that's a testament to how low the stakes are in Davy challenges, uh, because the last person, last team doesn't go in. If the last team had gone in, people would be fighting. But instead, it's like, ah, oh, we didn't win. We can just play the social game or they've got our back. Like there's no or there was no incentive uh, to getting anything but first. I think about the dailies too this season and I feel like they didn't capitalize on the communication aspect of this ride or die theme. Like you could have done a lot of similar challenges that they'd done throughout rivals or done throughout X's and make these people actually have to work together and accomplish something. Not just like some of the challenges, it was just the male partner who was the most athletic or like just, who was the strongest, who was the fastest, who was the most in shape, but not enough to really bring out the team dynamic. I saw a clip on Twitter this week of like Rivals 2 where they had that trivia challenge where you have to know your partner. 
And I think that's exactly what we're talking about. Like, you could have had, like, who communicates well, but then also you get messy where people start saying things about of the competitors and, like, oh, who's the most dramatic? Who's the most fake? That's the stuff we need, just like that, Zoe. And I, I fully agree. God, we need more chaos in the challenge. We just need more messiness. Marie and Ashley, I'm sure they'd accept the call. God, we need them back. <laughs> we get to the next puzzle portion, and Devin and Tori clear it fast in impressive fashion. Uh, TJ is just continuously impressed by them. Like, they are just so far away, like, the best team in that in that day two portion specifically. And that's his final as a whole. They've just been crushing it. I'm impressed. And honestly, like... Tori and Devin are not my number one pick to win. They're number two out of three. That's not saying much. If they pull this out, like, I can't even be mad at it. They are they are literally giving it, like, their best effort. Yeah, they're just absolutely crushing it. I, um, just watching them do that puzzle and the moment when Tori says, like, if you get married to an idea, it's fucking screw up everything else. And so, like, let's be a little flexible with our thinking here. And then that flips the switch and they figure out the puzzle within a minute after that. That could just be editing. But like, if that's actually how it happened, that's crazy. And yeah, they're just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And Devin, someone who I, I previously thought had a bit of an ego to himself, but like, even when he kind of barked at Tori on the puzzle, she calmly was like, this is not what I need. And he apologized like that. That could have wasted time, but he knew that if I don't apologize now and say it sincerely, this could tank us. And the same thing with that puzzle, I was genuinely shocked that it, w- it was like within moments, he was like, you know what? You might be right. You might be a genius, like very affirming. And they got it done. I'm glad you brought up the apology, though, Luke, because I think that highlighted their team being a level above the other two teams because he's the only male part. They all all the male partners were being dickheads during that portion, but he was the only one that apologized. And I think that is just a snapshot of why they're so successful in this final. When I want to say, too, this this might be true for Jordan, sure, but I feel like Jordan and Bananas both have spoken all season as if they're the ones carrying their partners to the final. Bananas has said all season, I want Nani to get that win. That's an underlying assumption that she can't get it without him, which, yes, she is not so far, but, like, circumstantial things have happened, of course. And with Jordan, that might be true, but you're still tied to that person. Devin sees Tori as an equal, if not better than him. yeah. They balance each other just so well. And I think they know that they bring out the best in each other. And I also think that this final is really tailored to them, like, as a team. It's not insanely grueling where Devin – I think Devin's a little too hard on himself when it comes to his endurance because, again, look at the teams next to you. He has to be better than Nani. Johnny's getting older. I don't think his, his endurance is what it once was. And they're obviously going to be better than Anissa. So, like – and I think Olivia's cardio before they went out, her Olivia, her cardio was not great either. I did not, yeah, I did not like Johnny when he went Nani figured out the portion, the memorization portion. And he's like, oh, a broken clock is right twice a day. It's like, I know you want to play stuff for comedy, but like she just did something impressive. Just be like, thank you, Nani. You're a good partner. He's incapable. And th- what's crazy, this, I've said this last week too, so I'm a broken record at this point. All throughout the season, he was so supportive and like, Gave her compliments, and now it's like, oh, there's just six of us. Now's my time to get some camera time being funny. 
I think the reality of potentially losing to Devin is starting to set in too. And I think that's why you're seeing these real parts of his personality come out, like these douchey things, because I really think his ego does not want to take the blow of losing to Devin. That's a good point. And I, there's a lot of points in this final where you look at his face and you could see the age really like wearing down on him where he's like, Oh my God, I was not like, I just, I I'm used to just walking into finals and killing it. He's struggling at points. They get to that puzzle and like him and Nani had no chance. And that's something he would have crushed years ago. Uh, It's he wasn't the best at puzzles, but he was always capable. He was always, he always found a way. He wasn't happening. He beat CT in those puzzles in that final elimination going into free agents. Like, not, granted, they weren't the hardest puzzles in the world, but, like, come on. CT has pro- proved himself in years since to be a puzzle master, and Johnny beat him in that elimination. Well, and I think, too, this goes back to what I think Zoe said previously. When they got to that puzzle, Jordan and Nisa caught up, and it was like, let's help one another, because there were no stakes. It was just, oh, we get to go to bed after this. And count that as 13 hours of the final. Which I have to say, Anissa and Jordan coming in second place after everything is just one of the more ludicrous things to ever happen. (laughs) I would, and yeah, because there's no stakes, Johnny and Nani didn't have to even really sit with that. That should have felt bad. That should have been embarrassing and demoralizing. But it was not a big deal because it was like, oh, we'll just start three minutes behind them tomorrow we'll catch up to them in literally two yeah i took it much harder than they did i i I was just like oh come on nani come on you can't lose to a nisa on on a bad ankle when she's walking same they did eventually they did help them cheat and i i just thought it was great for tori and devin to watch them help each other because you're like oh these are two of the three best male competitors in show history these are the two most veteran females like in show history they have to help each other just to be like finished two hours after us. That has to feel amazing. Yeah. And once they finish, is this when Jordan and Anissa get into it? Yes. And she's getting, you know, her ankle rolled up. Uh, they get into it. He even says like, well, why don't you just quit? Why don't you just like give up? Cause he's just, he's kind of just testing her mentally. I wish she would have. And this is not even like me hating Anissa and wanting to cross my screen. I wish she would have said, okay, Jordan, it can go down on the challenge wiki, whatever, that we quit the final. I wish she would have just said, okay, sure. But then again, I don't because I know, like, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I just think that Jordan's ego needed a huge check. I get his frustrations completely. But once you're in a situation and there's little you can do about it, the correct thing is not to further berate the person, especially when you're not about to go back into competition. You're about to go to sleep. Like, reframe your mindset for the next day. He's just such a conflict-oriented person. Like, he thrives in conflict, and I think as much as he's grown, that part of him hasn't changed. So, like, the rest of us who are, like, rational people who aren't looking to, like, sink our teeth into everyone that's driving us crazy, he can't help it. He's like, I've been holding this shit in all day. And now I'm watching you sit over there whimper, hoping that you're going to get DQ'd. Because I think that's kind of what was going on. I think she was hoping they were going to get DQ'd. Um, and so he just lost it because he can't. And to this, I'm going to switch back to Team Jordan for a second. I get that Tori is Anissa's self-proclaimed best friend. And she looked to her for like guidance. 
it's so smart for Tori, who feels jaded by him anyways, to say he's a horrible partner. He's not a great communicator because that's just going to further worsen Anissa's mindset. So, like, I can understand Jordan sulking about the tree being like, really? Like, how about you come speak to me? Which I get why she wouldn't, too, because he's already in a bad mood. But I don't know. Complain about it later. On the flight home, be like, wow, he's such a dick. Not when you're still in the moment. But I agree, Zoe. I think that she really thought, let me get medical over here, and maybe they'll tell me I can't finish. That way I can say, I didn't quit. I got taken out of the game. Who knows what would have happened? We know. We're, we're going to find out, I'm sure. Medical looked like it's a rolled ankle. It, that's what they that's what she, they looked at it like. And something that made my brain explode was when Tori was consoling Anissa, like, oh, you should be proud. You know, you've been, you haven't been to a final in like in how long? Uh, and Anissa said, well, I, it's only been this long because I get taken out right before the final. As if like that's like something she couldn't have changed herself. Like it's like, oh, it's bad luck that I played a bad game and got thrown in. It's bad luck because I didn't win the last daily challenge and was I finished in last place and went in. It's bad luck that I didn't win those eliminations because I lost to better players who actually can run a final. And she correct lost, me if I'm... Well, I was going to say, she lost Bloodlines in a pole wrestle to Cara Maria, literally one of the only challenges she would have had a chance beating her at. And again, she because she does not work at all, she couldn't even use her size to her advantage because Cara Maria actually works out and actually tries. So, like, her size became a non-factor against a girl with any muscle and correct me if i'm wrong even on the skull seasons when anisa went before the final she already had a skull it's not like she waited till the end to prove herself she just had a bad social game and guys didn't want to run with her so they said oh shoot she's still here let's get her out she still could have won those eliminations didn't she lose to big t dominated she's always going to be an easy target for any elimination that is not purely brute strength She's like, people are always going to want to throw her in. The only thing that protected her was Jordan. God, I love Anissa. Um, We've said a lot of mean things about Anissa. Like Jordan, we're going to try and be much nicer throughout the rest of the episode. So we're probably not going to talk about them as much. Uh, (laughs) It might slip. We jump into day three. Little note, Tori's hair after two days looked so fucking good. I couldn't believe it. I'm so glad you brought that up, Alan, because if you didn't, I was going to. I was like, there's never been a stronger argument for veganism than Tori entering the third day of this final because she looked so fucking pretty. Even like the night before when she's like sitting on her chair, I was like, wow, look at her skin. Like she looks so good. Everyone else looks a fucking mess. They are haggard. And Tori's like looking like a goddess and her hair is perfectly silky. Like what's going on? That was like advertisement, like level good. Like whoever like sells her, what well, I don't know. It looked great. I just had to, to mention that. Uh, her and Devin get a head start, and I gotta say, no head start they could have ever given them would have felt enough, which is just part of like this final and part of challenge finals as a whole. Like Recently, a well, it's like a throwback to vendettas. Yeah, and also total madness. Justice for Johnny, or not Johnny? Corey. Justice for Corey. Excuse me. Agree, justice for Corey. Uh, they, the next portion is they have to run to a car which has no engine in it, and then they have to physically push it. TJ Lavin had so much fun telling them there was no engine. He was laughing so hard. And TJ's just – he's having himself a ball in this final, just, like, pulling up uh, next to the competitors on his, on his uh, four-wheeler. He's just having a great time. 
I think part of that is probably also that these are six people he's known for a really long time. So it's not just the element of watching them go through things that are causing them pain, but like he knows these people on a relatively intimate level. So it's funnier. Like imagine watching your, something happen to your friend versus something happening to a stranger. Like that's where he's at. That's good perspective, honestly, because maybe I can bear his little giggles more because you're right. He's known these people for, I mean, Tori's debut was Dirty 30. That was a long time ago at this point. That's, yeah. yeah I think we can refer to it as a cackle rather than a giggle at this point, though. Yeah. Definitely just a like, cackle. Yeah. <laughs> they get to the portion where they got to push the cars, and Devin and Tori, they're like, oh, wait, the car that's in the middle but, like, on the path is stuck in mud. So let's not pick that one. Let's pick this one on the right. Very smart move. Nani does the opposite. Doesn't even – she just accidentally – touches the car in the middle and they got to they got to deal with deal with that one for the rest. I think if that was just exhaustion, like not even thinking she was walking around it and touched it. And then it was like, Oh, that's ours now. And I was like, girl, this is a moment though. This is a moment though. What I have to fault Nani because Johnny explicitly said, do not touch a car. And she was like, why, why, why? And TJ's like, because you have to take it. And she puts her hand down. I'm like, (sighs) I was frustrated too. I went, I was like, Nani, stop it i'm rooting for you and you can't do dumb shit like this and i honestly feel like jordan and Issa got the best car because tori no devins was on an yeah there was no door and it was on an incline like it was sideways it it was missing the weight of the doors too i didn't understand why tori and devin didn't pick that one yeah bad choice i agree and i gotta say jordan really good car pushing form he got really low really good stuff I don't know about you guys, but like I grew up with a family that had a lot of clunker cars. So like push this was like one of those what? things where like I was just I'm so used to pushing cars since I was a kid, but I saw this part of the final, I'm like, ah, oh, I was made for this. I've I've been pushing cars my entire life. I pushed my car like a month or two ago. It's not as much clunker cars around here as it is. We don't have spring, we call it mud season. And so people's cars get stuck in mud. Or in the winter, they get stuck on ice. And so there's a lot of pushing of cars seasonally around here. Never pushed a car. I'm <laughs> ill-equipped. It's not that hard. You just have to get, you got to get low and use your legs. And if you have more than one person, it's not hard at all. Devin and Tori win uh, this portion. Are they coming first in this portion? Anissa and Jordan and Bananas and Anya are just side by side the entire time. Um a lot of this is just kind of slow and built up. Then they get to the eating portion, which takes the main stage. They had to eat about like four rolls of bread each and a big. Four. I think it was like eight. It was eight a each? lot of bread. It was more than four. I know that. You know what? You know what? You know, Luke, I'm a big eater. I saw that and I was like, this is light work. I saw that. And I was just like, this is, this is, this is, this is my final pushing cars and eating pasta and bread. Uh, <laughs> Then they had a big, a gigantic mound of spaghetti uh, that was didn't look great, didn't look well cooked, and there was no sauce at all, so it was just completely bland. It that that was probably the grossest part. It was just just plain spaghetti like that grossed me the hell out. I feel like they probably did have sauce, and they thought, oh shoot, Tori's a vegan. They could have tomato sauce. Yeah, but I I see the meat sauce ready for it, and they were like, ah. Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, that was the most gigantic plate of spaghetti I've ever seen in my life. It reminded me of Matilda when the kid has to eat chocolate cake. 
that's that's that level of spaghetti. That's what that felt like to me. Well, and the thing is, if they if they got to rest for the night and said, hey, here's all the food you can eat tonight, they'd probably clear their plates over the course of a, a long span of time. Not for a race. So one person was excited for this eating portion. Yes, and this was one of the big differences between when they do gross food and when they do normal food. Um, I'm always a little bit more interested when they do normal food because Nani was hyped. She's not a gross food eater, but she saw like the pasta and, and the bread and she's like, oh, your girl could eat. And unlike Devin and Tori, who appalled me by eating with forks, she was just double fisting pasta. Like Nani and her noodles is a, like a long, <laughs> it's been like one of the longest stories in challenge history. And in this final, when she's going for the win, she's double fisting those noodles, tossing them down her mouth as if she was like throwing them at Anissa. It's just, oh my. It's like the hot dog eating championships. They dunk it in the water. She has clearly watched those. Such a smart, such a smart move. She was unhinged. Like, I could not stop laughing watching her because it was unreal. I have never seen Nani like that. I'm watching her for, what, 15 years at this point almost? Like, uh, unreal. It got, I know these two are going to disagree, but oh my God, it got to a point where I was like, please, I had to mute my TV because the heaves, oh my God, I cannot handle it. And I, it's, I would do the same thing. I would vomit it all up so I could have more room. So the best part was when she's like getting down that last bite and Johnny asks, do you want to spit it into my mouth and I'll swallow it? Nani was so unhinged she thought he was serious and she was like ready to do it he was like no and she was like whatever got like actually frustrated with him and i was like girlfriend um i know that you guys are tight but i do not know any human being on earth that i will eat their food like a baby bird and then for his um punishment for not eating the regurgitated food she just threw it up straight into his pocket anyway. <laughs> Projectile. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was so I couldn't stop laughing. I thought it was so fucking funny. Luke is so grossed out by this. <laughs> we just loved it. I mean, I didn't used to have a weak stomach, but honestly, last week took me out. This week, I'm just like, oh my god, somebody finish. And it wasn't even gross food. It was like something I couldn't make myself in my kitchen for dinner that night. Like, oh. They they did finish, but then they also had to eat dessert. Chocolate that was ice cream. Yeah. Not, as soon as I saw it, I was like, you got to make that into a milkshake like, and drink it. And that's what Nani did. And then the other teams followed suit eventually. And I all think. I could think about was brain freeze. Yeah. Can you it imagine? Looked like, it looked really thick, too. I, yeah. And that's. I was thinking, I know uh, Devin and Tori were, like, purging the whole time, but I was like, eventually it's going to get really hard to swallow that food because that, like, that's a lot on your throat. That does not feel good. They did give her vegan ice cream, so maybe I'm wrong in my thought that they had sauce ready, um, which was a nice touch, but also they were probably just like, okay, we can't have Devin just eat this entire thing, like the fish shakes earlier. Yeah. Uh, this ends with... What, Nani and Johnny in the lead, then Anissa and Jordan, and then yes. Devin and Tori? And I'm pretty sure that's what it was, because I was like, ugh. Zoe said this before we started, so I don't want to steal her idea, but I'm going to say it. 
I do hate that something like this can totally shift the leaderboard. Yeah, it's lame. I, I don't think at this point either two of the, those two teams deserve to be in front of Tori and Devin. Um, yeah, but it is what it is. That's the kind of, that's the format of the final. If they just let them run, Tori and Devin would be done with the final by now. Also, this is not even relevant to what we're talking about. I'll say it and we'll move on. I meant to say it earlier. When they woke up and then pushed the cars, the the clock went down 12 hours. <laughs> okay, back to them finishing their food. I just want to say, like, 100 hours, my ass. Like, no. But they finished the food. I thought when they said 100 hours, it would be like 100 hours of work, not like including sleep, because mm-hmm. there's plenty of finals that have been over that have been like three days. Like, that's normal. It's just a weird way to market it. They just want to do bigger and better, however they can label it. And that's we're getting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We see them running towards some helicopters. And then we get the trailer for next week, and I find it the trailer for next week very fascinating. It seems like we're getting an elimination, uh, a traditional like elimination where one team is going to get purged or taken out. And we've had a purge or elimination in, I think, every final since War of the Worlds won. And then there was a one on Final Reckoning and then one on Vendetta. So it's just become a thing that's common, and I hate it because I think if you make the final, you should just be able to finish it. And there should be prize money guaranteed for third and second. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Agreed. Watching those people just try to finish sometimes with some of the best storylines and then just compete for second and third, it can get interesting. Whatever. Yeah, if the third place or fourth or third place people don't finish and you want to give their money to the first place person, by all means do that. But anyone that makes that final deserves a little extra money. It used to be like 10, 20,000, 25,000 for third place. Like that's not a big deal. And you think of like, when I try to think of some of the best finals, I think of free agents and the subplot of Devin Simone just trying to finish to get that money that was a great final because you had the winners going on and that plot going on at the same time watching anisa i don't know if i if i, if I have as much fun watching anisa as i have devin but them trying to finish get some money they deserve it they went through the whole season absolutely yeah i wish it was a different example than anisa even just like um class or like double agents i wanted everyone there to get money I, it's just it's annoying and if anybody dares comment that how can you think Devin's a great storyline and Nisa's nice not, Devin admitted she wasn't in shape. And Devin is one of the greatest reality TV characters we've had on the challenge. She's one of the funniest, most charismatic people. Like she brought so much to every season she was on simply just by being herself. And again, and not claiming she was the best. Yeah, the self-awareness piece is what makes her likable. She knows exactly who she is on an athletic standpoint. And she just wanted to prove herself to prove to herself that she could do it. R.I.P. to Tamara the wig. Hmm. Iconic. They also tease like the way it looks is that uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. The way I interpret it is the last part of the final is going to be the players kind of going through every elimination they've had this season because they had all these different eliminations set up in the arena. All at once. That's what it looked like. Like we had the Fessy elimination. We had the one where they had to memorize stuff and dig things. I think that the players are going to have to try and run through all the eliminations. That's the last part of the final 
which is something they did similar on the Duel 2, where they ran all the daily challenges as the final, which I think would be actually very interesting. It's in the dark. The arena looked lit up. It looked kind of cool to me. I didn't pick up on that because I wasn't paying that close attention, but that sounds cool. It did look really aesthetically pleasing. Like, we've had this whole neon theme the entire time. It was very neon. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see how it all shakes out. Man, I hate the concept of the three-part final, but they've got me hooked. They've done a good job. They've done a good job. I'm still against it, but they've done all right. They've kept my interest. I I think it's a good testament that hour-long episodes done well are the sweet spot for this show, too. Like, if you structure it the right way and include the right pieces, it can be done well in an hour. And I'm going to tell them to look back at Final Reckoning. And we even had cliffhangers, episodes without eliminations, 90 minutes, and it was fantastic. Step up your casting and do better. Thanks. Any other thoughts? What What are we thinking going into next week? (laughs) <laughs> it's weird because like I still want Nani and Johnny to win obviously because of Nani but like it does feel a little bitter in my mouth knowing how well Tori and Devin are performing so I'm really curious to see what happens throughout the rest of this like I will always root for Nani period but we'll see but I think that I think Zoe said this before she doesn't root for Nani because she wants her to win she roots for Nani because she likes her as a person and I think yeah. that's a good like, if she doesn't win, okay, cool. I still love her. Like, yeah. it's not going to change. Yeah. I do think that Tori and Devin have had such an arc the past several seasons that it might be time. It seems like it's time. Uh, but I guess we'll see. Could be Anissa and Jordan. Who knows? Uh, well, <laughs> there's always the chance that Tori and Devin break both their ankles. Johnny and Nani collapse. And they... And Anissa rides a cow to the final or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's always the chance. Mm. I don't know. Big stuff coming up, though, folks. Uh, 17 billion versions of the challenge are airing, filming, about to go to location. Uh, The show you love is not oversaturated at all. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I'm excited. February 25th, I'm pretty sure. Well, I know for a fact, February 25th, the Challenge UK will be on Paramount+. Plus. I'm pretty sure the Challenge Argentina will be as well that day. And The Challenge happened. UK is only five episodes, right? Or is yeah, that crazy. Okay. I'm excited because I've not heard much about that. Um, and I think that's when they're going to put Australia on Paramount+. Plus too. I highly recommend. I enjoyed every single episode. The people on there were good characters who wanted to be crazy. I think production kind of turned them down, but they still let it fly at times. So, yeah. Reality TV. I- the U.S. is a lot more unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. The season's coming to an end, but we got a lot coming at the same time. <laughs> oh, Global. I almost forgot that. Global airs March, what, 13th? Yeah, because it's after all those are made available because we'll have the winners from there on that show. And I'm excited for that. It's going to be a stacked cast. It's going to be good. It's going to be at least like, if you like the competition part of the show. You're going to see good competitors on that show. Just hope they give them decent challenges to do. Yes. We got a preview of some of them at the end of the challenge Australia. Like, they showed us some of them. I was into it. Good. I'm optimistic. You guys won't have to listen to us uh, whine that much. 
I don't whine. I tell the truth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I whine. It's fine. All right, guys. You got one episode left of Ride or Dies. Make sure to come back to this channel. Watch it with us. Hit like on this video. Hit subscribe. Follow Luke on Twitter at Final Reckoning. Follow Zoe on Twitter at Zoe Jimbo. Follow me at the Alan Aguirre. Spotify, Apple, whatever. <laughs> we love you all so much. The ones that are nice. Now we love you all. Uh, <laughs> just have a great day, everyone. Bye now.